Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh, new conservative voice. The C.L. Bryant Show. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet. The greatest success story the world has ever known. And that is America. Yeah, you're listening to the C.L. Bryant Show. I am C.L. Bryant, and thank you so much for coming along with us daily as we build the bridge to conversation right here throughout our great nation, the U.S. of A. And I was talking to you in the first hour, and if you don't get both hours of the show, you be certain to download free the C.L. Bryant Show app, T-H-E, the C.L. Bryant Show app, onto your favorite device and listen to the show wherever you go. All the shows are archived there. And uh, I've been traveling a lot, as I told you, the top of the first hour um, throughout the Fruited Plains to various uh, cities, coming to a city perhaps near you. You, no doubt uh, we'll be up in Oregon um, this coming uh, weekend and uh, then the following weekend and be over in uh, Richmond, Virginia, uh, headed out to L.A. sometime in the next month. And uh, then I'll be headed down to um, up to Milwaukee, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I'll be headed up there to Milwaukee, down to Palm Beach uh, and uh, a few other points in between that I'll be in North Carolina. I'll be headed to North Carolina. Uh, pretty soon. I can't remember the, the city that I'll be in, but I'll be headed that way uh, pretty soon. So it's a pretty full schedule here these next six, seven weeks as we head toward the the holiday season is upon us. The holiday season is upon us here in America. Oh, what a wonderful time of the year. And uh, I'm understanding that the heat wave that we've been experiencing here in the south is going to break over the weekend. And uh, cooler weather will prevail. I can't wait. Fall, autumn is the my, it's my favorite time of the year. Yeah, autumn is my favorite, favorite time of the year weather-wise absolutely it is well when i left you in uh the last hour i was talking about combating relativism and those who like to speak in terms of their truth and you know your truth as opposed to and maybe i found my truth or it's, it's a truth for me and everybody should embrace their own truth and how that type of thinking will in fact lead us to a schizophrenia that is absolutely harmful to any future that America can have. There has to be hard facts. There has to be hard values that we uh, found ourselves to live by. Uh, that, that is the only uh, truth in our existence is that there are truths. Huh? Uh, they're, they're great. Anybody who comes to you saying that uh, every 
thing that anyone says and all truth is relative. Don't believe a word they are saying because they don't believe it. They can't. No, because they have just told you that all truth is relative. So you can't believe a thing they're saying because they don't believe things. No. Like the young man in the uh, seminary class uh, once asked the professor, uh, how do I know I exist? A young man sitting there in the seminary class asked the professor, uh, how do I know I exist? The professor's retort back to him was this. Who should I say is asking? Can you, if someone comes to you, say they believe that everything, all truth is relative. Don't believe anything they say. Don't put stock in it. Don't you dare buy any stock in what they say because they don't believe it themselves. They can't. It's all relative. There has to be truth, folks. And so the truth of the matter is, as we press forward with uh, what's going on in this country, is that there is a move, uh, no doubt. And, and of course, uh, let me be quick to say that uh, the greatest truth that I have found, the most profound truth that I have found is this one. Jesus loves me. <laughs> I'll call me an idiot if you want to. That's all right. That's all right. That's the greatest truth that I have found. And uh, let all others hang upon that fact. Yeah. There is variations that's happening in our nations in our nation now, though, that will lead us down a path of self-destruction, particularly when we talk about our health care system. Now, understand this. There was a time and I do believe that there are still many dedicated men and women in the medical profession who want to be healers but what the progressive liberal agenda is dictating to your medical professionals is that they become maintainers of your health maintenance they do maintenance for chronic continuing disease without the uh, or, or weeding out, um, doling out, weeding out any desire to cure. My wife and I have gone through this over a period of time, and we have found that there are certain remedies for specific maladies that if administered properly, timely, 
can cure some of the most dreaded diseases. But healthcare professionals do not uh, want this type of trend or mindset to become the order of the day. Why? Because it's gold in them thar hills. And the gold in those hills is medicine, high-priced pharmaceuticals that don't lend themselves to a cure, but to maintenance of your disease. Makes you feel better for a while because they alleviate the symptoms of your illness. But the symptoms always return with vengeance. Now, don't get me wrong. Believe me, I understand this Uh, as hard as this is for me to even imagine or see my own demise. I am of no uh, I am of no illusion that if Christ does not return, as I do believe he will, uh, if Christ does not return, I am going to go to him from this planet. I'm leaving here. You, too. We all will in the course of time. But of course, in my mind, in my way, I think, and I will continue to think this way. I have at least another 50, 60 years to live. Okay. Ah, Call me uh, delusional, what have you. But yeah, that's, that's the way I approach life. And I don't think it's a bad way for you to approach it either. But (laughs) that's just me. Not relative. It's just the way I believe it's going to pan out for me. I could be wrong, but that's what I believe. Now, I'm going to share with you here in just a few minutes uh, something of my pastor. You hear me quote my pastor and talk about my pastor all the time, James Amen Menace at Word of God Ministries. You hear me talk about him all the time. I'm going to share something with you that he said here just uh, past few days ago about belief and belief systems and all of that type of thing. Okay? <clears throat> but, Your medical outlook and your medical um, uh, the the way they're approaching medicine and pharmaceuticals in this country is a racket. Oh, yes, there is a racket that is being um, a game that's being played on the American people. And Government, if the racket succeeds, will become the most prolific dope dealer. Uh, American government will become the most prolific dope dealer that the world has ever known. Um, The UK is already in the business. Uh, Canada is already in the business of dealing dope. Dealing drugs. Mexico is doing a good job at it. Dealing dope. Because government runs it. And this is what Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren and the others 
want to become of America. They want the government to become the dope dealers and the medical dispensers here in this country without you having a say in that process at all, which by uh, necessity makes that an un-American enterprise when we the people have no say or um, uh, representation or interaction with something that directly affects us. And folks, what could possibly affect you more directly than the pharmaceutical industry, the medical industry, your relationship with a doctor? What could possibly affect you or your child, your family, your communities more directly than government saying we'll tell you how this is to be played? What what could possibly be more anti-American than to take away your ability to speak to your personal medical condition. Huh? Well, that's what's afoot. That's what's afoot. Um, and doctors who have had a heart in the past for healing, uh, are being lured into the scam of health care for all. Bernie Sanders is a snake oil salesman when it comes to that. Yeah, health care for all. And no doubt that the methods of intimidation, as I open the show with, will indeed be used to push forward an agenda on the American people that will wrestle legislation, if it's if it's passed, will wrestle out of your hands once and for all the ability to count the call the shots for your own personal health care. And the evil in that is this, as I mentioned to you on time in times past, and I'll mention it again, that if you are below 85 in this country, there are, uh, there's documentation in health care journals in some journals and medical journals and so forth that are uh, being um, ideas that are being put in, put in medical journals that um, if you're below, if you're 85 or below, reasonable health, even if you have a sickness, if you have a cancer uh, right now, if you are, you, you are a cancer patient right now, if you're below 85 years of age and you're managing to hang in there, you're fighting the good fight against whatever your illness is. If you're below 85 years of age because of the leaps and bounds in the healthcare profession, the medical industry, in medicine, in herbal technology, in, in, in medicine, in, in uh, uh, medicines that are naturopathic, homeopathic, and certainly uh, in medicines that are pharmaceuticals. The chances of you living uh, to be 105 to 110 years of age are real. 
because of the leaps and bounds every year in discovering new homeopathic, naturopathic, and pharmaceutical medicines. So, what does government need to do? They need to control that block of people who, first of all, vote and, of course, will be living longer. Think about it. Think about the, the voices on the, on the Democrat. Uh, look, look at the leading voices in this country right now, whether you like them or not. I want you to look at the leading voices who actually uh, are leading the, the mantras. And you have two opposing factions. On the Democrat side, you have a 78 year old, <clears throat> pardon me, Bernie Sanders. A, um, I'm not really sure how Elizabeth Warren is, but she's no spring chicken. But in the course of time, if what I have just said is true, she is because she's just middle aged. Now you have Joe Biden, if elected, will be the absolute oldest president ever elected to the office. And uh, that's what you have. Uh, you you have in office currently a 74, 73-year-old, 73-year-old president of the United States, Donald John Trump, who whose energy level is uh, absolutely envied by anyone who's ever been around him. Case in point, uh, uh, take just look at them. Running for any type of office, I don't care if it's local and uh, or regional or certainly national office, takes a lot of stamina. And so what I have just told you about uh, people who are headed toward being octogenarian, over 80, the, the proof is in what you can see. You have very vibrant people on the American landscape and on the American scene right now who prove my point. That if you're below 85, there's a good chance you can live well into your hundreds at this point in America. Bad news on the flip side of that coin. Uh, while they're living longer, there is bad news to that. While people in my generation are living longer, the over uh, the over 45 and under 85 set. There's a bad news to that. And I'm going to talk about it when I return with more of the C.L. Bryant show coast to coast and border to border right here. Over Red State Talk Radio, my flagship station. I want to thank all of the other uh, stations who re re replay us. And, of course, Loving Liberty. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back to continue the construction of this bridge to conversation. Go to freedomworks.org. I'll be right back.
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot, on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. CL back with you on this great day in the USA. So glad that you could come along with us on this journey as we build the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation, the greatest nation on the face of the planet, the greatest success story the world has ever known, and that is America. I do need to inform you that um, uh, as the, the presidential election begins to heat up, and uh, I'm uh, needed out on the, the, the trail in various uh, areas of the nation, uh, even though we're on every day. The C.L. Bryant Show is on Red State every day, two hours a day. Come along with us, 12.05 in the east until 2 p.m., two hours every day. Uh, I may not be here live, so, so pray for us and uh, pray for our nation. But I thank you every day for coming along with us and, of course, hearing how you can build and help build the bridge to conversation right here in our great nation. Um, This is, uh, my friends, the truth of this entire, the, the truth of the entire matter is that, and this is a fact, this is not relative, this is a fact. You have Starting at the head, the very top, Donald John Trump, nearing, he's he's approaching his mid-70s. You have Bernie Sanders, who is past his mid-70s. You have Joe Biden, who is past his mid-70s. You have Elizabeth Warren, who is, I need you to get that for me. Uh, right quick, uh, who is, uh, approaching, you know, her, her, you know, seventies and so forth. In other words, people are living longer, right? People are living longer. And as I said to you, and I'm going to press this case, as I said to you, before I, I left you, that if you are under 85 years of age in this country, in America, and you are um, if you're if you're under 85, if you're 85 and, and, and um, below and above 45, then the chances of you living to be Elizabeth Warren is 70 years old. Okay. And the chances of you living to be 
well into your hundreds, 105, 110 years old is, is, is great. Take good care of yourself. It does not matter if you have a disease at this point in time. It does not matter. The only thing you have to do is hang on. Maintain what you got right now. Just maintain what you got right now. And the very next year, next year, what you have very well could have a cure for it. Either homeopathic, naturopathic, or perhaps pharmaceutically. But keep, keep in mind, the pharmaceuticals don't want you to get healed. They just want you to maintain until they can bring forth the next medicine for you to get on so that they can make money off of it. Which, of course, if it keeps you alive, you know, you're not going to mind that too much, right? Of course not. But the key is to get well. Now, that's it for the 45s to 85s in that 40-year span. You have pretty much set before you a long lifespan. Take good care of yourself. Now, below, bad news. I told you there's going to be some bad news with this. Bad news is this. And keep in mind, Donald John Trump, almost in his mid-70s, Bernie Sanders over his mid-70s, Joe Biden over mid-70s, uh, Elizabeth Warren over her se- She's 70 years old. She's now hit 70 years of age. So the top four people running for president of the United States, and chances are one of them will be president of the United States, and I'm certainly believing and knowing, uh, hoping, and, and, and accepting that the efforts that all of us as conservative, fiscal conservatives and conservatives are going to put forth will keep Donald John Trump as president of the United States. But if he's replaced by anyone that's running against him now in the top tier of the Democrat Party, they will all be in their 70s. Right. Right. So. We've seen that bad news, bad news for you folks under 45, under 45, 45 and below. What's that you have in your hand right there? Is it is it an iPhone an Android? What is that you're staring at? What is that you're looking at? Is it a computer screen? Huh? Is that what it is? What is that you're sitting on? (laughs) Could that be your behind? (laughs) If the answer was in the affirmative in any of those situations and you're under 45 years of age, your parents may still be alive, right? This is the bad news. Those of us who are 45 and older and below 85, we may be the first generation who actually bury more of our children than they bury us because of, uh, well, sedentary lifestyle being one of the leading causes Drug abuse being another cause. Fad um, gimmicky things like vaping may be another cause. And just, um, hey, the food. Uh, Twinkie the kids that we've raised. 
you know, ding dong kids, not, not in their minds, but their eating habits. Yeah. Oh, chips and dips. All of that type stuff. My mom used to make dip. My wife makes dip. If we could only find a good way to make chips. You know. But our young people, what we have fed our children is and has, is killing them. What they are addicted to, especially those under 45, what they are addicted to is killing them. And we may be, that's the bad news, we may be the first generation, those of us who are over 45 and below 85, we may be the first generation to actually bury more of our young people, more of our children than they bury us, even though last count, I think this was the last poll that was out or the last count that was out, uh, the millennials at this present time do outnumber baby boomers at this present time. But if present trends continue, those stubborn baby boomers will regain that foothold and continue living while our young people begin to drop off because of health reasons. It's alarming. Suicide is another thing that's taking them out. And that always amazes me because here you have American young people living in the land of the free, home of the brave. They have more at their fingertips than I ever dreamed of having at my fingertips when I was 21 years of age, when I was, uh, you know, young, young man, very young man. But they don't want to live. Huh? They don't want to live. They're they're, they're experiencing circumstances where our young people are actually in psychosis in some so many cases. And they don't want to live. So you keep that in mind as we press forward, because we're dealing with belief systems that can either cause us to progress and live fruitful, productive lives, or we will embrace a belief system that will cause us to um, crash and burn. Now, all of you know, without any reservation, uh, without any hesitation, I will tell you that I am a disciple of Jesus Christ. I'm a follower of Christ. I'm a Christian. Okay. That's my belief. Now, you you may be an atheist. You don't believe in God, period. But you believe in something. No, you may say, I don't believe in anything. My pastor shared this with James McMinnis, Word of God Ministry, Shreveport. And he shares this a lot uh, with us. And, uh, of course, uh, your pastor always shapes a lot of your own, your personal worldview and, and, and so forth. I happen to be a little bit older than my pastor. Not much. Pastor, if you're listening, I'm not much older than you. <laughs> I'm 
but some, some somewhat, you know, older. But every pastor needs a pastor. And of course, I have one, and his name's James McMinnis. He was saying this the other the other day. He was saying that even if you say you don't believe in something, that in itself is a belief. Yeah, it is. That's absolutely true. It's just a matter of what arena you are placing your belief system in. Yeah. Oh, you you believe something. You may not believe what I believe, but you believe you believe that you don't believe it. What I believe. (laughs) In other words. And when we put it all together, when we look at uh, the intimidation factors, and that has been the subtle theme throughout the entire show today, we opened with the idea that um, we, we were combating relativism. Yeah. And how you should not believe a word that comes out of the mouth of anyone who proclaims themselves or looks at themselves as a relativist uh, because they don't believe anything they say either. They don't believe a word that they're, they're saying. When you look at when you when you hear someone say something like that, don't believe anything they say because they don't believe anything they say. Right. They can't. Right. So. The intimidation factor. Is creeping into the American factor and those who employ that intimidation factor. Are out to. Get you. No, it's not a scare tax. It's a fact. They're out to get you if you don't conform if you don't conform to the manner of speaking that they now have uh, endorsed and ordained as the way you should speak about various topics that they have chosen handpicked themselves. If you do not speak that language, the intimidation methods and factors will be unleashed upon you. And it doesn't matter uh, if you say you don't believe in, in abortion, it doesn't matter. They believe in it. That's their religion. Brett Kavanaugh, the reason that Justice Kavanaugh is being launched upon the way he is being launched upon is because they want to intimidate everyone else who might even dream of taking out Roe v. Wade. Huh? Intimidation. The gay rights agenda. No, 
I'm not saying, and, and I want you to hear me here. I know I have gay relatives. I have, I know gay, I have gay friends. Yes, they're my friends. I didn't say they were my pastors or anything. I say they're my friends. Because, you know, that's what life is all about. It's full rounded life. I have friends who are gay. I have acquaintances who are gay. I have relatives who are gay, but I'm not against them as people. I'm against the agenda. You can live your life any way you want. You can, you can, you can live your life any way you choose to do it. As long as you don't want me to condone every aspect of your life. And as long as you don't make it criminal when I say something against it, because it's not criminal for you to speak against my life and my viewpoints. It shouldn't be criminal. You, as long as we can keep it within the arena of conversation without making it personal, then we got a deal to talk about it. That's what we do on this show. But what you are seeing happening against Justice Kavanaugh is personal and it's fake. It's destructive, counterproductive to what we are and who we are as Americans. And you have uh, people who represent entities like the New York Times who are uh, conforming to this method of intimidation that is geared toward fundamentally changing the entire American landscape. And you had better wake up. You better hear what's going on. Our young people today are between a rock and a hard place. If they want to continue living, they had better wake up and understand that the founding principles of this nation are geared toward their life, liberty, and pursuit of their personal happiness. But the progressive liberal agenda is geared toward their absolute servitude and the demise of anything that would give them a taste of the American way. They're between a rock and a hard place. And if they don't conform, they will be beaten by intimidation tactics. You thought I was worth saving So you came and changed my life You thought I was worth keeping So you cleaned me up inside You thought I was 
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot, on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. C.L. back with you on the home stretch of today's C.L. Bryan show. I was blessed, blessed to be here with you live today. And I do want to remind you, I will be reminding you that as uh, the campaign season uh, heats up, there will be times when I will not uh, be here with you live. But we will be on right here over Red State Talk Radio daily as we build the bridge to conversation. Um, I want you to certainly encourage your young people to pay attention to worldwide events. Let them pay attention, encourage them to pay attention to attacks on oil reserves like happened in Saudi Arabia. And all fingers are pointing toward the Iranians who did that. And um, there are quite possibly uh, chances that are beginning to escalate where we will have to engage the Iranians. You have the Ayatollah Khomeini who's saying now that Iran's Iran will never talk to the U.S. Well, he's not leaving us a lot of options. Just so you know, we're, we're, we're running out of options when it comes to dealing with Iran. So, what's left on the table? What is left on the table, since we're running out of diplomatic options, since they if they did what they're very heavily suspected of doing by most credible intelligence sources of, well, launching a, an attack on Saudi oil facilities, then what do the Iranians understand? Tell you what the Iranians understand. Now, you may not like what I'm about to say, but it's something that should be said. So hear me now. The Iranians understand being slapped around. They understand overwhelming force and strength. And you had better believe that they would use 
overwhelming force and strength to subdue the rest of us. If they could. We have, as Americans, overwhelming force and strength. We could dominate, rule, absolutely take over the world if, in fact, we were to initiate first strikes against our enemies. And quite frankly, our friends, if we did that, we could do it, but we don't. Why? It's the Judeo-Christian principle. It's the Judeo-Christian ethic. But there must be rules and lines drawn in the sand as is proverbial as the um, um, pic, pic, picture goes of just how far we let people taunt us and push us before we give them what they are asking every day for the Iranians every day since Barack Obama has left office every day in their own way, their own idiotic, crazy, wild eyed way. They have been asking for us to slap them down. We've imposed various sanctions, but it only harms their people. It has not harmed them or has it stimulated enough um, outrage by the people for them to launch an offensive against the Ayatollahs who keep them oppressed. They have controlled their media in such a way that it is not the Ayatollahs who are oppressing their people. It's the evil great Satan America and the little Satan Israel who is their problem? Not all Iranian people buy that. And you can believe this or not, hunger will drive folks to do what has failed them courageously over the years. The Chinese people in Hong Kong Oh, they have found that they need to rebel. They need a voice. They have found that they can get that voice. And the amazing thing is I have said over and over that the symbol of their rebellion is the symbol of liberty and freedom throughout the world. Everybody, when they're being oppressed by tyrants, are always glad to see that American flag 
show up on the horizon. Everyone is always glad to see it. And friends, starting back in World War One, that has been the case. Certainly World War Two. And now we have to pay attention for our young people. Our young people need to pay attention because if we wind up having to slap Iran down, uh, that's going to bring about uh, some type of response from the Russians. Oh, yeah, the Russians who, of course, uh, Donald John Trump, according to the fake news media, the New York Times, uh, uh, the Talibs, the Omars, the Pelosi's, the Democrat Party, is somehow a pawn of theirs. That's going to bring that about, according to uh, intelligence sources. Putin, uh, Russia has said to themselves, if America makes a move against the Iranians, then... Uh, well, there might be consequences, right? So, my friends, as we head toward the um, home stretch of today's show, encourage your young people, encourage our young people to pay attention because difficult days. Difficult days are ahead of us, and we must fight the good fight. Now, there is a declaration that is being proposed by the president uh, against Iran. He's wanting it to be ironclad. He doesn't want anyone saying that. We went over there and slapped them down with overwhelming strength without everybody being on board. Unfortunately, everybody's not going to be on board, but we, at least we need to go through the channels. We need to go through the, the, uh, the method, the motions of getting people on board when we finally force the Iranians to come to the table and stop their lunacy. They're messing up the whole game for everybody else. And you, you, you have to kick the, you have to do something about people who are messing up the whole game for everybody else. The rest of us are finding ways to get along. The Iranians, on the other hand, would like to mess up the whole game for everybody else. And the Russians like uh, the predators that they are, they're sitting back waiting to see who they may devour. Once the body count comes in and the smoke does begin to clear, we don't need to give them that opportunity. So um, keep your ears, keep your eyes peeled for the methods and the weapons of intimidation that are and will be used 
against anyone who speaks out against the progressive liberal machine because it's going to become perfectly clear and strikingly real that you in your own little corner of the world, American world will be affected by this intimidation machine that is now targeting not only the president, but Brett Kavanaugh, Justice Kavanaugh and others who dare to be principled when it comes to certain topics. Don't be surprised, but be prepared to fight back and never forget that you have others who are ready to stand alongside you and fight the good fight with you. You are not alone in this fight to preserve the great American Republic. No American is an Island. No American stands alone. We understand as conservatives, we understand as Americans, it's in our DNA. What is meant by out of the many one and out of the one many. We understand the magnificent idea of E pluribus unum. Well, that's the show for today. And I want to thank God for bringing us to yet the close of another CL Bryant show. And I want to thank him for our men and women in uniform around the globe who defend our right to speak our minds. And until I'm able to talk to you again, my heartfelt desire for each and every one of you is that God will bless and keep you all. Loving Liberty is proud to be a co-sponsor of Prager University's new video, Was Jesus a Socialist? by Lawrence W. Reed, President Emeritus of the Foundation for Economic Education. Watch his thought-provoking five-minute video online at PragerU.com. Was Jesus a Socialist? by Larry Reed is now online at PragerU.com. And listen to Larry every Tuesday afternoon at 1 p.m. Mountain Time on the Reed Hour here on the Loving Liberty Radio Network.